conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast where Edward and Bella finally get to do Miranda Cosgrove's favorite word. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Why are you looking at me like that, Anna? What's her favorite word? Is it kiss? She was on an interview, and the clip that is being shared around TikTok Mm -hmm. is her going, I actually swear sometimes. Oh, wait, is that her? That's her, yeah. Oh, my God. I literally thought it was another clip from that, what's her name, Julia Fox interview with the Unka Jams. (laughs) The Unka Jams one? Yeah, I literally thought that was the Unka Jams interview. I didn't know that was Miranda Cosgrove. That's Miranda Cosgrove. Now you know the answer. What's her favorite word? <laughs> and then there's an evil demonic laugh. She's like giggling, then somebody else is going like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's the funniest thing they ever fucking heard in their lives. Uh, anyway, how are you? You know, Dan, I'm good. For the listeners who can't see, I just got my cartilage pierced. Everyone, thank you, Dan. This is a huge feat. I'm terrified of needles, and I didn't mm-hmm. pass out. I didn't cry. I didn't throw up. So the gauntlet was passed. At least with a cartilage piercing, you don't have to see it ever. No, I closed my eyes the whole yeah. time. She had to ask me to open my eyes a couple times because part of the procedure is like showing you that things are sterile and up to code. Okay. And I just had my eyes closed the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you got to open them because I got to draw a marker, like a, a dot to make sure that it's like in a good spot for you, like where the piercing's going to go. And I was like, oh, whoops. My bad. I forgot about the part where <laughs> I choose where it goes. My body is your canvas. You pick. Literally, I was about to throw my ha- my body into her her to quote uh to quote Mulan, my fate rested in her claws, you know. Mm. Really obscure quote to go with. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I like Mulan. <laughs> How are you, Dan? I'm good. Um I did not get my cartilage pierced. I got a haircut. Ooh. I'll allow it. That's it. That's the big news. What if you did get your cartilage pierced? Have you thought about uh, it? No, I have in passing, in fleeting moments, thought about getting one of my ears pierced. But oh. then I'm like, I don't want to. Um, Dang, you looked like such a Gen Zer for a minute. I know, right? And, and when I was in, I was at a play and I had a, hoop, a fake hoop earring, a clip-on hoop earring mm-hmm. that I had, that I put on. And boy, it looked great on me. Uh, I did that once. I don't know if you remember this in college, but we attended a goth-themed birthday party, and I put on a fake lip piercing as a cartilage post, like, fake cartilage, and I was like, this is the cutest thing I've ever fucking done in my life. And my life changed from that moment. You said we. I'm pretty sure I was not invited to that. (laughs) I've seen the pictures you posted of it on Facebook. I remember that. You know what, Dan? I definitely was not invited to that party. I, I think I think you were not. I am so sorry. I assumed you were there. <laughs> and I know exactly why you weren't, but that's fine. That's um, fine. I like it, Picasso. 
Sorry, I also Dave. have never I've I've never considered getting a tattoo realistically either. Really? I don't like anything enough. Nothing Not is important to me enough. Of what? Poppy, her little paw, her little beans? No. no. Hmm. I have I'm pictures tell her. of her. D- tell her. She'll understand. At Poppy. Your dad doesn't love you. Again, not her dad. Every time we call the vet, they're like, and what's the name of your baby? And I'm like, <laughs> my cat. What my in the California? <laughs> was the name of the child you laid from your own cloaca, Dan? The first time they said that, I actually went, what? I think I would have done the same because, like, I don't have children, you know? And yeah, I would have been no, confused. I definitely don't have children. That we know of. Oh God! <laughs> I need to make some calls. When you're, you can never, you can never be sure. <laughs> uh, speaking of children, the movie that we're talking about today is the second to last of the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part One. I want you to know that at work today, we have um, a client whose name is not Edward, but I accidentally called him Edward today. It's Renesme, isn't it? It is. My coworker Allie goes, geez, Anna, lay off the Twilight movies. <laughs> and I burst into flames. Uh, so, Breaking Dawn Part 1, directed by another new director, Bill Condon. Bill Compton. Loved him in, in True Blood. This is by far the best director to work in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed Dream Girls. Oh, I love Dream Girls. And he wrote Chicago, the, the, musical? the adaptation of the musical. Oh, I was, was like, you, for best he did not? Play. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, he didn't write that. Uh, he also directed Mr. Holmes, which is a Sherlock Holmes adaptation, and Emma Watson's Beauty and the Beast. Um, I want to ask your opinion about Emma Watson's Beauty and the Beast quick, Dan. Okay. She didn't wear a corset because she felt it was not feminist. Um, does it rub you wrong because it's not period appropriate for her to not be wearing a corset? Be honest. The past, the past was not feminist. If you're doing something that is past accurate, I would, I would figure you want to, I mean, you don't have to be, be totally accurate, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Beauty and the Beast is a period piece, but I'm saying it's a period piece and it felt wrong to me that she didn't wear a corset. Okay. Anyway. Beauty and the Beast is a period piece. It is. Emmett Cullen gets a niece. That is also correct. Here. Good job. I just thank you. Know. you. Um, I actually haven't seen the Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast mm. because why would I? I fell asleep the first time I watched it. Bill Condon also wrote The Greatest Showman. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Though he I did. love The Greatest Showman. You would. Okay, that's a, actually um, a really big reach. I like the songs, specifically Rewrite the Stars, but only the Zac Efron Zendaya version. Yeah, Any cover course. is trash. No. I like Never Enough. Okay. I like all the ensemble numbers. What I like, about This Is Me? Yeah, I like that one. Okay. Actually, yeah, I go back to what I said. I like all the music. There's there not a song in there that I don't like. They all slap. Uh, unfortunately, once again, Breaking Dawn Part 1 was written by Melissa Rosenberg. Boo! 
Starring Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, Billy Burke, Peter Facinelli, Elizabeth Reeser, Kellen Lutz, Nikki Reed, Jackson Rathbone, and Ashley Green. Mm-mm-mm. Star-studded. Uh, new cinematographer, Guillermo Navarro. Why do I know that name? I don't think you do. Hmm. But he was the cinematographer on Pan's Labyrinth. Yes, I do. And the Night at the Museum series. Yeah, 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 that reads. Um, and I Am Number Four. Do you remember that movie? Barely. I never With actually Alex saw Pettifer. it. Alex yeah, back when he was hot. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I didn't see it either. They just advertised it so much on Nickelodeon. Yeah, they did. They yeah. did. That's correct. Why have you heard of Guillermo Devaro? I I don't know. I'm trying he, to see if he does a lot of Guillermo del Toro movies. He does a lot of Guillermo del Toro yeah. movies. He hasn't done his most recent ones, but up to no. Pacific Rim, it seems like he did all of them. Hellboy, Pan's Spy Labyrinth. Kids? That was not Guillermo del Toro. That was Robert Rodriguez, though. Yes, it was. I think, um, I mean, you know I really like Guillermo del Toro, so yes. maybe I saw his name on one of those films or something, and it just stuck with me. It's two dudes named Guillermo, you know? That's true. Speaking of Guillermo del Toro, I watched, I, w- I want to make sure that I'm getting it right, that he directed Nightmare Alley. Let me double check. I don't think I've actually seen yes, that movie. Yes, he did. It just came, it came out this year. I just watched it. It's really good. Ooh, another one for my boy. Churning out the hits. Mm-mm-mm. Fish sex. I wore my fish sex shirt when I got this hair dyed. My hair dyed, I should say. This hair? <laughs> this hair. And I was taking selfies like galore. And I was like, ooh, there is a fish kissing a woman on my shirt. I should stop. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, so, Breaking Dawn, released on November 18th, 2011, with a budget God. of $127 million. It made $712.2 million at the box office. Mm. And on Rotten Tomatoes, is a 25% approval rating. That feels Slow, low. joyless, and loaded with unintentionally humorous moments. Breaking Dawn Part 1 may satisfy the Twilight faithful, but strictly for fans of the franchise. Man, honestly... (laughs) Why do people... That seems unnecessarily mean. It is... I I had a great time. Roger Ebert. Two and a half out of four. Roger. That's good. That's positive. Oh, wait, you're right. Two and a half out of four. Sorry, I I was misunderstanding. He says it's filled with a lot of unanswered questions, but Stewart's portrayal of Bella is pretty good. Uh, First of all, no fucking duh. It's filled with a lot of unanswered (laughs) questions. It's part one of two. (laughs) And also, I hope her portrayal of Bella is good at this point. Yeah, she's had enough years. Four years in, four movies in. I'd hope she's at least decent. Um, The energy is, I'm exhausted. (laughs) Breaking Dawn was nominated for eight Razzie Awards. Razzie? That's for bad movies! Including Worst Picture, Worst Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel, Worst Screen Ensemble, 
worst director, worst screenplay, worst actor for Taylor Lautner, and oh. worst actress for Kristen Stewart. Oh, God. And oh. worst screen couple for Kristen Stewart with either Taylor Lautner or Robert Pattinson. Weren't they dating in real life? I Robert was Pattinson? her and Robert Pattinson were. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. And they had no chemistry. Well, they don't have chemistry. I mean, Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello are dating. No, they, they have broke no up. chemistry. They broke oh. up. Well, they Where have the fuck no have you chemistry. Been, Dan? I don't know. I'm I... sorry I'm not up to date with my Camila Cabello updates on Twitter. It's okay. I'm updated. I know. Don't you worry. I'm updated. There haven't uh, been any feet pics in a while. Didn't you notice? I hate feet. So feet do are I. Gross. I will. I make a point to stay away from them. So do I. But I still had to look at Camila Cabello's feet when Shawn Mendes posted them. You didn't, though. I did. My eyes were forced to look. Gross. It was terrible. Anyway, tell me your story about watching this in theaters. Well, they released... Um, <laughs> they released a, a, like a, an announcement that there was a gold, or not a gold, excuse me, a red flash that happens near the end when Bella yeah. gets turned. And, it's the um, flash into the credits. Yeah, they announced that, well, it happens at several points during the movie, and they yeah. announced that it was causing people to have seizures in theaters, and so I thought I was going to have a seizure watching this movie and closed my eyes during that part because I was scared. Oh my gosh. But other than that, the movie was pretty chill. Uh, this I watched the extended edition, so it had five extra minutes. Um, oh. So I had some things. Don't, uh. Was it five extra minutes of Edward breaking the bed? No, I fucking wish. Can you imagine? <laughs> Gage wasn't home. He had rehearsal. And when he got home, I was like, you missed the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dan, Dan, Dan. That was that was what we'd been waiting for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that like a Shakespearean play. Mm -hmm. That's the climax. This is the third act. Mm -hmm. And it's all downhill from here. Truly. Um I was watching it today because I'm mm -hmm. really good at time management and definitely mm -hmm. didn't wa finish watching this 20 minutes before we started recording. Daniel. Um I'm sorry. I was on a plane. You it was not one of the in-flight options. I was going to say, I told you to watch it on the plane. Let everyone know without that you're headphones. watching. Without headphones. So that everybody can hear the wood cracking when Edward climaxes. Ask the flight attendant if I can use their fun little phone and hold it up to my speakers on my <laughs> phone. So yep. it'll send out to the whole plane. Or yes. ask the pilot if I can send it out to air traffic control. Yes. Air traffic yeah. control will want to know. They're, they're interested. They are. Um, but I was watching it, and Anna was gone, and then she came back, and she was like, ooh, Edward's about to break the bed. And I was like, <laughs> no, you already missed it. It already happened. No, she missed the bed breaking? She did. That's the and best I couldn't part. rewind because, again, I finished watching this 20 minutes before we started recording. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Tisk. It really is the best part of the movie, which is sad because there's another like hour and a half left. Yeah, it happens before the even real problem is presented. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't have a good time with this one. Earlier in this series, I said, despite their best efforts, these movies continue to approve. Mm-hmm. This did not. 
Dan, I wish you could watch these movies through my eyes. Well, no, why? Because you'd have more fun that way. I probably would. You would be really enjoying yourself. I, I've gone back and watched stuff that I really liked when mm -hmm. I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't hold up. I mean, I knew this wasn't going to hold up. Yeah, I knew this wasn't going to hold up, but I'm still having a good time. Oh, I don't have a good time with it. I'm like, ugh. See, it's because you don't have the mems, you know? Leave the memories alone! Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I don't know who sings that. I, I, I also don't, don't know if that's a real song. I don't think it is. I think it's a WWE thing whenever oh, they have... Jesus Christ. Like they, whenever a wrestler dies and they make an in-memoriam video, that's the song that they use. Lord above. Hey, WrestleMania is next weekend. <sighs> I'm hyped. I have another friend who loves wrestling that I think you should meet sometime. I've mentioned you to him multiple times. Oh, boy. His name's Brad. Shout out. Hi, Brad. I don't know if you listen, but this is Dan. You should meet him. Okay. Hi, Brad. Let's let's do lunch. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, do you want to get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's let's do it. Okay. Breaking Dawn starts off with some stupid poem that Bella's reciting again. About how childhood is never having to say you're sorry or some shit. Which is not true. Not if you lived in my house. It was, Okay, it's no. Childhood is not from birth to a certain age. And at a certain age, the child has grown and puts away childish things. Childhood is the kingdom where nobody dies. Also not true. Edna St. Vincent Millay poem. Mm. Anyway... Jacob's mad because Bella's getting married. Okay, as we're seeing the sequence of, like, engagement announcements going around, first of all, Bella's mom with her is going, it's happening. <laughs> if my 18-year-old was getting married, I'd be like, fuck no. Yeah. And then, no world would, would a mother be happy about that. No, my mother would never have allowed me to get married at 18, ever. No. Also, do you it think, up. no, sorry, I, um, I, my allergies are really bad. We slept with our windows open last night and my throat is totally fucked up as a result of it because okay. my nose drained all night and it's a nightmare. Gross. Um, did you think the turnaround between the wedding invitations going out and then cutting to the next scene and Alice goes, get your beauty rest for tomorrow. Absurd. I was screaming. I was like, that is not correct. I was just, I've been witnessing my brother plan two weddings. Two? Well, he got married and then they had their actual, he got married last year and then got oh. married again. Yeah, that makes sense. the big ceremony. Mm -hmm. I like, I say I'm going to my brother's second wedding and people always react with some form of concern or like... consternation. Like, oh, but no, it's the same couple. Mm -hmm. They're having, a, they have the ceremony and then the reception was a year later. But that I watched them plan that. Fun. That was over like a three and a half year period mm -hmm. to go from, I'm going to guess, be charitable, two weeks out, the invitation, I don't even no think save that's... the date. No, the date was no never meal. saved. They didn't have to pick what meal they're having, the chicken no or meals. the fish. No chicken, no fish, no vegetarian option. Absurd. Nothing. Not even a buffet. I don't even think, like there was a cake. 
And that was it, maybe? It was a really big cake. I bet you well, the Cullens don't eat. that that cake was fucking lemon-flavored. I, I assume that's a negative. Have I not told you? I attended multiple weddings where the cake tasted looked like vanilla, and then I took a huge bite, and it was lemon. That is so disappointing. It is, and I've decided that when I get married, there nary a bite of lemon shall pass anyone's lips. I'm going to bring lemon heads to your wedding. If you show up with a lemon head, I will throw you out. <laughs> you know what the invitation's going to say to Anna and Poppy, not Dan. <laughs> Anna gets a plus one, but it has to fit in this size carrier. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Catch me practicing my yoga. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, at the Cullen house, Bella's trying on her high heels, and oh, she can't walk in them. Those bitches are high, though. Like, yeah. honestly, I, she looks like me trying to walk in my ASOS shoes that I bought that are, sp- wait, ASOS? Is that the right one? Aldo. 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 ASOS? <laughs> I don't know anything about shoes. I think I just named some fucking tennis shoes or something. I don't know. I think you mean ASICs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, those are my running shoes. Oh. <laughs> it's hard out here, Dan. Anyway. Truly. Uh, so, Bella is reminiscing about Jacob's dream catcher, which hangs over her bed. Gorgeous. And then Edward's like, I fucking killed people, man. Back when I wore top hats, Stone Cold <laughs> Sucker. Top hats! <laughs> But, like, they made it seem like he was going to kill that innocent woman who was just going to the bathroom during a movie. Mm-hmm. And he actually was killing somebody that was stalking her. So yeah. he's, like, being fucking dramatic. He, he killed, like, reason. murderers and rapists. Yeah. Which, in, in the the moral scale of the Twilight films, that's a positive. He's like Dexter. Yeah. And, you know, Dexter's a good guy. I can't. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> I love Dexter. Uh, so Bella has a dream mm-hmm. that she is when she walks down the aisle. All the guests are going to like be turned into blood, and the Volturi are going to come and eat her or something. It's honestly kind of a lot. <laughs> yeah, like it's a stress dream. That's all there is to it. It's a stress dream. Yeah. So the next day, Alice and Rosalie are getting Bella ready and they get the old something borrowed, something new, something old, something blue. You barely made it through that, Dan. Okay, you're right, I did. I was I was reaching. You were fighting pulling. for your life, Dan. <laughs> your arms tired, you were reaching really far. Okay, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Good job, Dan. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, And they give her a hair clip with sapphires, which belonged to Bella's grandmother, adding on to the ugly-ass jewelry that she's wearing at this wedding. Wait, I thought that that hair clip was beautiful. Ah, no. Ugly, it matched the ring. Well, you're not going to... Okay, the ring, ugly. You're not going to be invited into my dressing chambers if this is the attitude you have oh i'm sorry was i on the list before i thought you were gonna do my hair (laughs) let me tell you i can put it into what i like to call a french braid oh oh, oh. a 
other I'm people scared. don't call it that. You would not. You would not. You need like if you ever have a daughter or a son with long hair, I'm gonna buy you one of those Barbie dolls that's just the so shoulders I can practice. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh. Hey, I can put other people's hair into ponytails. And you don't have to use a vacuum cleaner like those dads on Instagram. Yeah, correct. I don't need to do that. Okay, good, because it's pretty. It's pretty sad when they have to do that. <laughs> uh, so, the wedding day comes. Bella's walking down the aisle. She's so nervous. She's going like, uh, she's uh, holding on to her dad for fucking dear life. And then she looks up at Edward, and she's like, "Oh, I'm good. He's fine." Yeah. Right? I would be having second thoughts if I was marrying Edward. <laughs> uh, they then have the shortest wedding ceremony in the world. It's not she, traditional. There's no mass. That's why it's so short. She, Not even that. Because even when there's no mass, even when it's a, a non-denominational wedding, like there's mm-hmm. no religious part involved, usually there's some reading or some saying. It's True. not you walk down the aisle and then go, Edward, repeat after me. She, you... You, he, kiss, kiss. True. I guess I'm surprised there wasn't even, like, a poem. Yeah, Nobody wrote their own vows. Bella loves poems. And then they all gave, like, 94 speeches at the reception. That's weird. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it, it... technically, I think the parents are supposed to make us. A... Oh, no, the dad. I'm trying to think of the most that recent like, wedding I That happens at, like, the rehearsal dinner, though. Yeah, yeah, because, like. Gage's dad made a speech at his at the rehearsal dinner, and then I think the fiance at the time, his, her dad made a yeah. speech at the wedding, but not. Truly, I don't know. Yeah, and my it was the the best man and the maid of honor usually give speeches at the wedding. Yeah, mm-hmm. at the actual reception, but everybody the, was hopping up on this one. Yeah, I think one of the bride's parents usually do just to be like, "Thanks for coming. I spent all this money." Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, so at the reception, a new coven pops up. Hot the Denali coven. Dog. They're from Alaska, right? Yeah, that's where yeah. Denali is. Oh, fuck. Woohoo! <laughs> 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 right over my head. Uh, and Irina, who is a member of that coven mm-hmm. with the other blondes, um, she's upset that one of the wolves was invited. Seth, like, my king. Seth, of course. Please address they him. killed Laurent. Laurent tried to eat Bella. Yeah. Um, and then Edward sneaks Bella away, and Jacob is outside after previously only living in the woods in Canada. Yeah, but he has I'm, a shirt on now. I'm proud of him for taking the time to get clothes before showing up at the wedding. Uh, and then Bella, to quote the synopsis, he gets angry when Bella tells him that she and Edward plan on making love while she is still human. Pretty sure. Okay, well, they're getting married. They're going to have sex. That's just how life is. Married Wait, people why? tend to do that. Why? Because <laughs> when two people love each other very much, they participate in a special hug. Gross. That's... <laughs> well uh so and jacob he's getting all he's gotten all hot and bothered he's angry he's yelling and then the other wolves pop up and stop him 
before he can, you know, rip Edward's head off or something. Yeah. He Jacob is a hold me back guy. Oh, Jacob is such a little baby back bitch sometimes. <laughs> but I do love him. <laughs> he is How long so... have you been waiting to say call him a baby back bitch? Uh, this whole movie, he he's not very <laughs> mature till no. like about midway through. He gets a little. He has something to stand for about halfway through. He is a teenage boy. I don't know. It's hard to like really harshly judge these characters because they are teenagers, and teenagers are stupid and irrational. You say it's hard to do that, but I do it very easily. I guess. I just. I guess because they're not real. Yeah, this is I a know. movie. But it, it's a good time. <laughs> no, you know it's a good time. Good time. I knew your ass was going to say that. You sent anyway, for that movie. Honeymoon. Bella and Edward go to Isla Esme. D- gross. A present that Esme gave Carlisle for their honeymoon. No, Carlisle oh. gave it to Esme, you doof. Oh, sorry. I got you. Don't you worry. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, here you go, you doof, and then I got you. So you, the insult and then the pickup. Yes. I just wanted to keep you humble, you know? I wanted you... Dan! (laughs) I wanted you to stay humble. You know that's not possible. Um, Not after ten seconds of laughter. Okay. Tell the listeners. At my brother's second wedding this weekend, um, I gave a reading, and it was a reading from a poem that I'm pretty sure they Googled poems for weddings. They didn't because read when I Googled the it, it was nine? the top response. Or whatever. The outlook wasn't bright for the Mudville. It's called Casey at the Bat. Oh, thank you. God. <laughs> um, and so I started off the reading. I walked up to the podium. Um, I waited for the applause to die down once I walked up. Because, <laughs> you know, people see me and they up. just burst out like I'm a celebrity or something. I'm picturing oh. you, like, using your hand to shush people. Please, please, please. Stop it. Stop it. Thank you. Signing Thank you. autographs. Um, so, once everybody was back in their seats and the fainted women had been carried away. Um, <laughs> I I looked down at the, the paper and I say... Like I'm in church, a reading from the email that Brian sent me a year ago. Ten seconds of laughter. It rolled over the crowd. There was a first <laughs> wave. It died down, and a new wave popped up. Oh, you got a double laugh? You didn't I did. It, that. it went in like so. My my family and everybody were on our, was on one side, and then mm-hmm. his wife and her family and friends were all on the other side. It went in like a U. Where it started up close with my family, went to the back, wrapped around to their siding, finished back at the front. Get Ugh. lost. I can't. Ugh. I can't fit through <sighs> doorways with how big my head is. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> it's all gone up there. Um, anyway, at Isla Esme, Edward and Bella, they get freaky. They get so freaky. They break the bed. They rock and roll all night and party all night again. Not every day. Because Edward is scared that he hurt her. Sigh. Maybe Bella just likes a little, like, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Maybe she likes a little bruising. Yeah, maybe she she said it was fine. Yeah, you know, as long as you respect her safe word, Edward, I think we're okay here. What would Bella's safe word be? Jacob. 
Oh, yeah, because you know that Edward would immediately go into fight or flight. <laughs> I don't think that's what you want with a safe word. No. <laughs> uh, so, the the next week, they're exploring the islands, enjoying the honeymoon. Bella is horny, but Edward's like, I can't. The way she's putting her butt out, I was like, this is exactly what a high schooler would think they needed to do to get the attention of a man. Yeah. Just like this mm, is exactly this scene reads exactly like fan fiction written on Wattpad in the year <laughs> 2011. Like this is the the 300th page of my immortal. No god. Uh so back home, Jacob hates Edward cuz he expects Bella to be dead by the time they return and then he's waiting to eat his head. Classic. That happens. He's looking forward to it. Um she realizes, she being Bella, she. this is how she realizes she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. She sees her unused tampons and no. feels something move inside her stomach. I thought it was because she realized she was eating, like, the marrow of a chicken wing. That, too. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I'm not a woman. No, you're not, last time. I'll heard. rephrase that. I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, by Britney Spears. Thank you, um, Britney. And, but, but having... An idea, mm-hmm. generally, mm-hmm. of how the female anatomy works. Mm-hmm. I'm under the impression that 75% of the time, you're not using tampons. That is correct. Um, but I will say, a lot of women do bring extra tampons on vacation with them in case like their period's supposed to come within the next few days. Mm-hmm. Just in case it starts early. So I get why she might have brought them along. I don't understand why we didn't have a scene of Bella looking at her cycle tracker on her yep. phone mm-hmm. going, oh, gotta pack 45 tampons. You're right. I, I, they were silly to not include that, Dan. You're right. Come on. Who, who is this movie for? If not, if, if the white man doesn't understand what's happening, who is the movie for then? Truly, you are correct. There's no other audience. No, there isn't. Definitely not teenage girls. Who are they? Are they? Men? I don't know. Yes, they're men and they're all white. <laughs> uh, so they go back to Forks and they try to get Carlisle to remove the baby, but Bella's like, "No, I'm keeping him." Uh, do you think this movie? And I'm saying think lightly because I know what you're gonna say. It's pro-life propaganda. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Mormon it paints- church propaganda. It paints people who are pro-choice as wanting to rip the baby from your womb the second you announce you're pregnant. Am I wrong? Uh, that's correct. Uh, okay. And watching it, I feel a pain in my womb lands. Not the womb lands! <laughs> Not the womb lands! Oh. Yeah, no, this is absolutely pro-life propaganda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, in the movie, it's toned down from what it is in the books. Not having read the books, I, but I don't remember. But I just think I'm considering yes. considering the people involved in making the movie and having a vague idea of what their views are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you're right. Um, I mean, obviously, it's been 13 years since I read these books. Let's just take a fucking moment to realize that. <laughs> Half I your life. Hate. I hate that. I hate that, Dan. <laughs> Um, but 
I wouldn't be surprised if they toned it down just because it probably was very preachy in the mm. books. So no, there Stephanie wasn't Meyer. So, I know. There's I only really remember the werewolfy parts, as I've said, and will continue to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh so two weeks pass. Jacob visits the Collins and mm-hmm. he sees Bella super pregnant. And super decimated. Yeah. Right? Is that the word I'm looking no, for? No, decimated is not the word you're looking What's for. I know what we're... For? I'm trying to think of the word you're looking for. Super... I'm Googling it. Now everyone knows Emaciated. Emaciated. You're right. Yeah. What is decimated? Decimated is destroyed. Well, she's kind of destroyed. Kind of. Not the correct usage of it, but, like, it kind of works. Yeah, she's super pregnant. The baby... The baby's killing her. It is. And everyone is like... No, this baby is killing you. But Bella's like, no, I'm giving birth. And Rosalie's like, yeah, do it. Do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The wolf pack hear about this. Sam decides to kill Bella to prevent the baby from becoming a threat to the locals. Sam, honey. Baby boy. Baby boy, sweetie pie. Ugh. <sighs> There's just a lot going on here. There's just a lot going on here. Jacob. And, and then we get I the funniest scene in the movie where there's the wolf argument. Where oh, all no. these all these boys in their wolf form mm-hmm. have a telepathic fight. It's kind of crazy. Jacob assumes his position as the alpha. Because all the other wolves are beta cucks. Literally. They're all submissive like, and breedable. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I first I saw that from, like I saw somebody tweet that and they're like, ah, great. They it was someone who I follow mm-hmm. replying to somebody else who I follow and they're like, ah, very nice, very submissive and breedable. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> what am I missing? This is so uncomfortable. Um, but Jacob declares himself the grandson of people and the son of, of the people. chief and he separates himself from the pack and mm-hmm. seth and leah join him seth, seth is so cute <laughs> oh he's so precious and he warns the cullens uh and then sam decides gonna surround the house gonna strike on them when they come out mm-hmm. and the cullens hide in their house starving as they try to wait it out, I guess. Truly, I could never. I'd be so hungry and so crabby. Yeah. I'd be like, mm-hmm. feed me, bitch. On Ash Wednesday, mm-hmm. I did it where I only ate one meal. Oh, shoot. You were really hitting the old Bible, huh? <laughs> mm, get a hit of that. Mm-mm-mm. Get a hit of that Bible, boy. That's um, good, good. Oh, God, I was so crabby. Yeah, I would be too. And it happens. It happened last year and the year before too. I remember it. I was. I was like, "This is. I do this. This is terrible." I can't do it. I hate to be that person, but I can't do it. I can't. I'm, Bella's I'm, condition. I'm submissive and breedable. Yeah. <laughs> so her condition worsens. Her body rejects food. Jacob says something, and Edward's like. So, no, okay. Picture this in the Spider-Man Three voice. 
mm-hmm. of Tobey Maguire at the jazz club. Mm-hmm. Now suck on this. Ew, foul. And she she sucks down a big gulp of blood. Sounds delicious. And she gets yeah, delicious. Oh, <laughs> Elmo. Thank you, Elmo. Edward touches Bella's stomach. Gross. Hears her thoughts. It has goodness. The baby has goodness. Thank God, honestly. Jacob pulls a trick on the rest of the wolves. Mm-hmm. And they fail they, they fail to catch the Cullens and then alert the others. Uh, they played a trick on him. They say it in the movie in case you didn't realize that they pulled a trick. It's a trick. Do you know that they pulled a trick, these werewolves? They were tricked by the other werewolves. Thank you, Dan. Anna, do you get it? Yeah, I fucking get it, Dan. (laughs) Uh, So, best part of the movie. Bella tells Jacobs the names they've settled upon. Oh, God. If it's a boy, Edward Jacob, shortened to EJ. EJ? That's a perfectly fine name. If it's a girl. No. Renesme. Foul. Foul. Why not Renee Esme? Booty. Esme Renee. Stephen Tyler. Any other name would be better. Renesme it is. If it's a girl. There's no other choice. Shortly after telling the names, the baby's placenta detaches, and Bella goes through an incredibly painful labor. Wait, is that the part where her back, like, totally snaps? Yeah, yeah she breaks her back. Yeah, she after does. After Edward broke her back earlier. hey <laughs> Ten seconds. I'll wait. I'm... <sighs> it's coming around, Dan. Don't you worry. I'm just on the other end of the loop. Okay, good. Um, yeah, she breaks her back, her kidneys, her bones, all of that. The baby's fighting to get out of her. He's fighting uh, for his life. And by Edward... his, I mean... Edward is wiping his face off like he's eating a barbecue dinner. (laughs) No. He is. Sweating like a whore in church. Yeah, Rosalie loses control when she tries to open Bella's womb. Ew, her womb lands. Yeah. Uh, Proceeds, the baby's a girl. They name her Renesmee. Mm -hmm. Bella dies. Mm Mm-hmm. The end. No. I wish. There's, I literally could not watch some of this. I full couldn't. Yeah, there's a lot of, this is also it's where strobing happens. Kind of intense, if I'm it's being honest. It's very gross. Yeah. Uh, it's, it can be a bit much for those of us who are, um, afraid of needles. Anxious <laughs> of their womb lands. I'm um, always anxious of my womb lands. So... Edward injects her with venom. Venom, venom. I'm so glad you made that reference because Gage and I did the same thing. At the gym today, mm-hmm. um, the last thing that we were doing was just running sprints. Mm-hmm. And the last for the last sprint, the song that was playing was Venom. Yes. I would have ran so fucking fast, Dan. <laughs> I would have sprinted out of the gym. I thought of you when it came on. And you I was did? Like, denim. 
Thank you, Dan. I really do appreciate that you thought of me. That means the world. Jacob runs out and he's broken. He's crying. And then... Dramatic as fuck. Yeah, the the pack decide to make their move on the Cullens after being informed of Bella's death. And they're like, hot shit! Time to pop in! Here we go! That baby's our best friend! Lord above. Uh, and then Jacob goes back inside to kill the baby. Because, you know, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the logical thing to do. Yes. But makes total sense. He looks into her eyes and he imprints upon her. Fucking foul. They don't touch on this mo- uh, on in this movie, which I forgot to mention um, earlier, that mm-hmm. one of the other tribe members imprinted on a child. And they only allude to it by showing him standing next to a baby on the beach. Yeah. But in the book, they went into greater detail about how much it must suck to imprint on a baby. Because you are attracted to that baby. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, like, they talk about how it's more than just a sexual thing. It's like, I want to move the earth for you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it comes down to one day you want to marry that person and have lots of sex with them. Yeah. So. Like Jerry Seinfeld and that 17-year-old he went to prom with. The What? Yeah, when Jerry Seinfeld was 38, he went to prom with a 17-year-old. That ain't it, my dude. That ain't it. Fun facts of the day with Dan. I hated it. Thanks, Dan. Uh, So, the pack arrives. The Cullens and the Wolves, they Mm -hmm. fight. Uh, But the other Cullens show up and they stop the fight. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Sam's about to strike, and Jacob leaps in between them. He's like, I imprinted on Renesme. She's untouchable. He's doing wolf jazz hands. Literally. I got myself a child bride. Everyone's applauding. Uh, The wolves are forced to make permanent peace with the Cullens after this. Honestly, love it. Uh, In the next days, Bella's body slowly heals. Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone's she plumps back her. up. Yeah, everyone's standing around her warily. She plumps back up. I'm sorry I washed over that. Love that descriptor. Plumps. Uh, yeah, she plumps back up. She does. She does, you're right. Uh, looking very plumpy. Mm-hmm. And She's looking thick. She's got a dumpy now. She opens her eyes, and they are blood red as she is now a vampire. We all gasp, and we cannot fucking wait for part two. The credits start. And then they stop because the Volturi are told that Bella's been turned into a vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their new secretary is killed because she spelled Carlisle's name wrong. Classic. I love it. I love it. Very funny. <laughs> um, Dan is a vampire. Arrow said, the, the rest of the Volturi are like, okay, we're done with them. But Arrow's like, no, she still has something that I want. He wants Renesmee. Mm-hmm. And then the credits roll again, and I hear this in the background. Wait, no, that's not. The, I was gonna say. Uh, wait, how does this? Oh, it's Bruno Mars. It's It Will Rain starts playing. I that's the song of the credits. Yeah. Is that the one? Is it same bed, but it feels just a little bit big? No, that's when I was your man. Yeah, I don't know that song actually off the top of my head. I'm Someday not gonna lie, you. Rain. I did turn off these credits early because I was fucking done. (laughs) Yeah. I would have too, but the remote was on the other side of the couch. 
That's very fair. And that is part one of Breaking Dawn. Woo! Woo! We're almost done! No, no, no. We're going to watch them all again. Ugh. The rewatch. Mm-hmm. Tell Fresh me your thoughts. Eyes. Again, Dan, I gotta say I love it for the memes. Dan, I, I just... It just takes me down such a nice memory train. Like, I just... Mm -hmm. You know, I mean... I, they were so formative to my high school and grade school years. Um, when this movie came out, I was... Um, I was a sophomore or a junior. I think mm -hmm. I was a junior. And, like, at this point, like... Twilight was huge. Everybody was obsessed with it. Every girl had a Twilight shirt. Every boy was making fun of them for it. But, like, yes. literally all of us loved Twilight. And... I don't know. It just it's stupid and I know it's stupid and it's bad and I know it's bad, but I love it anyway. I I am with you when you say it's stupid and I know it's stupid and it's bad, but I get off the train there while you oh. go to the next stop. Well, I'm off going to have fun and having a good time and you can you can stay on your grouchy stop. That's okay. I'm not being grouchy. <laughs> Grouch. I'm not going harumph, harumph, harumph. When last actually, I checked, actually, that I kind is of what am before I watch yes. it. Um, it's just again, I I have to say, technically, these movies have improved incredibly from the first one. Yeah. I As think I think about we... it, oh, sorry, the first ahead. movie is nigh unwatchable. It's bad. Once they lost the blue filter, things got better. Mm -hmm. And like. All the actors, they've grown into their performances, except mm -hmm. for Taylor Lautner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's just angry. Like, his character's only direction is angry. Yeah. The George Lucas would direct the Star Wars movies, but his only acting direction would be faster, more intense. Yep. For Jacob, it's anger, more anger. Correct. Um, the big issue with all of these is the writing. What do you mean? They're, like the the these movies could be so much better if they were written by a better writer. Oh, I thought you said the rating at first. I was no, like, you want to not see the rated R. I want to be rated R. I want to see hardcore graphic sex. I mean, as an adult, sure. When I was a child, <laughs> probably not. Um. Yeah. No, no I agree with you. It, the writing is really bad. It's so bad. It's painful. It is soap opera level writing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is a soap opera story, but there are plenty of other movies that are also soap opera stories that are written better. It's very clearly based off of like like the writing is written as though somebody took a story they liked off a Wattpad and tried to spice it up a little bit, you know what I mean? Like My Immortal. Yes. <laughs> I was more so thinking of those books after. Oh, sure like about Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, but they're based off of a Harry po uh, Harry Potter, Harry Styles fan fiction. Is that the one where the fan fiction's like five million words? Mm -hmm. I think so. It's like the longest piece of <laughs> written. Well, they content. were able to make like four books out of it. Yeah. So, and those books are not thin. I've seen them. No, though. like Harry Styles, they're thick. So thick. Do you want to hear some trivia? Yes, so oh, much. 
So, Robert Pattinson took boat driving lessons, so he'd be able to drive the boat in the honeymoon scenes. Ooh, how sexy. He crashed the boat during lessons and while filming in Brazil. He's such a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I really think that Robert Pattinson would irritate me to no end if I knew him in real life. Well, you know the story of him. One of his fans was like incessantly hounding him to go on a date with him. So he went on the date and just complained the whole time. Yes. And she was like, ugh, never again. Yeah, that's great. He's King so... King shit. Uh, he's so... Ugh. Robert, I did see the Batman. It was really good. BTW. Mm-hmm. He's pretty hot. He's hotter in that than he is in this. Yeah, he's also more mature now. Yes. Uh, the sex scene between Edward and Bella originally had the film rated R. Mm-hmm. The scene was reshot and edited to be PG-13. If only I could see the R-rated scene. You know? Bill Condon blamed Kristen Stewart's wild thrusting during filming. He said, well, I think that's true. Kristen got very into it. I hate to be clinical, but there are guidelines on thrusting intercourse. Not to make people too excited. It was never explicit. But I think any movement that suggests it is what the MPAA object to. Jesus Christ. So women are just supposed to lay there and take it in the movies? Is that what I'm hearing? Sounds like it. It seems to me that any sexual exhibition besides a missionary in a movie, even if you don't show titties or anything, R rating. You could, yeah, and like you could rip a guy's head off. No problem. Mm-hmm. PG-13. No. One boob? implication of a boob who would win one ripped off head or one nipply boy you know what i'm saying (laughs) on the third day of filming the cast and crew got stranded overnight on the island on island rainstorm yeah on island renesme well maybe i hope those uh i hope that they were filming at like an actual villa or something so they had a place to stay they were yeah i mean they had a roof That's good. There are over 1,400 special effects shots, most of which were used on Kristen Stewart. Yep. To make her gaunt. Yeah, because Gage was asking me, he's like, did she actually lose all that weight? I was like, no, she didn't. Anna asked me that too. Oh, did you reply with no? Yeah, I was like, she didn't, she wore a wig the whole time. You think Mm -hmm. she's losing weight for these? No, not a chance. She's a smart actress. Well, also because she said she didn't have time because they were too busy. Like, one day they'd be shooting her giving birth, and then the next day she'd be shooting, like, the wedding scene, so. Uh, Stephanie Meyer handpicked Carolina Herrera to design Bella's wedding dress. Oh, what an honor. Yeah. It was pretty plain, but okay. Nice enough looking dress, I think. Not my choice, but go off. Uh, the first scene shot were the honeymoon scenes, which means that the sex scene was very early on into filming. They wanted to get Love it over with. Uh, and Bella's body was prosthetic from the shoulders down during the birthing scene. Yeah, that makes sense. It's pretty fucking terrifying, so. To achieve movement of the limbs, a puppeteer was underneath the table. Me. I'm the puppeteer. I'm the childbirth puppeteer. Technically, you could say that's Gage's job because he does handle the ro- the robot that gives birth at work, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's the childbirth puppeteer. I also have to say this is the last time we see the high school friends. They're not in the next movie. I know. Movie. 
Yeah, well, to be honest, they seem like they weren't that great of friends anyway if they're making up rumors that she's pregnant. Yeah. But... And Anna Kendrick's speech at the wedding is kind of bitchy. Yeah. It's very 18-year-old, though. Very fitting. She isn't wearing a hairband, so I didn't recognize her. Mm-mm. You're right. It changed her whole look, Dan. I know. Right. Um, anyway, scale of one to five broken beds, what do you give this? Ooh, five. Five? Jesus. For the mums. No. I rate based off of how I feel while watching it. How are you always in a good mood with so many of these movies? Because I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm so positive, Dan. Stop flexing. I saw you flex. I'm not flexing. I'm scratching. Dan, I thought you were just flexing. No, I'm not flexing. What? I'm just resting like this. Dan, stop showing your muscles. (laughs) Oh, my God. I put my hand... I put my, I like wrapped my arm around. It was scratching me up my opposite ear. And Anna's like, like, oh, stop flexing, Dan. (laughs) No, I just have big arms, Anna. I've been putting the work in at the gym, too. I've been putting the work in at the gym, too. And I'm standing, I'm sitting the exact way you were just sitting. And you haven't complimented my flex yet. (sighs) Stop flexing. Oh, I'm not. You're also wearing sleeves. Yeah, I am. Because it's cold here. I'm sorry. I'm, I, dear audience, thank you for listening to us bicker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I give it a two out of five. Two? two broken beds. Two broken beds? Two Why broken not five? Beds. Why not five? Yeah. Have you listened to the last hour? Yeah, but <laughs> change your mind. I didn't ask this. Better works are the same. JTT as the baby Renesme. Oh, Better. Because then at least the baby would have had a human face. Yeah, coming out. Looking like a fucking scary ass child in a painting from the turn of the century. I don't know. Turn of the millennium would have been 2000. Yeah, I realized that as soon as I was about to say it. Uh, George Clooney has no place in these films. No, he doesn't. He could be the, the childbirth puppeteer. Ooh. Nah, I'd be better with that. Mm-hmm. Because I could just hear him going, I'm Bella. Yes, he has to do and... Bella's voice, too. Yes. Oh, when they slice open her womb lands. My Ow, womb lands! My womb lands! Could somebody get me a Nescafe? Oh, God, not a Nescafe. Any other points before we wrap this up? Boo-Boo really brought his A-game, served, ate, and left no crumbs. Boo-Boo, more like yeah-yeah. Uh, Dan, why did you never reply to that video of Boo Boo I sent you a couple weeks ago? I don't remember what video that was. It was a clip from Descendants, and I captioned it, The simping for Boo Boo never ends, and you left me on red. Yeah, I rolled my eyes so hard, (laughs) I thought you could feel it (laughs) 2,000 miles away. The earth was shaking, but I just assumed that that was... That was my heart shivering for him? Yes, yes. No. I assumed it was your womb, Lance. You are an adult in a committed relationship. Yeah. Boo-Boo was not there for you. He could be. <laughs> Gage and I actually had a conversation the other day about whether or not all the girls on the set of uh, Descendants were simping for him or not. <laughs> <laughs> you, what was the conclusion? I think yes, because he's kind of a sex symbol. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, 
that's it for this episode of In Conclusion. If you want to support us, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash in conclusion. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe86, on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I have started posting things that I've been writing, like an article about the history of Uncle O'Grimacy, McDonald's Love Uncle O'Grimacy. bizarre shamrock shake mascot. So Dan, if you want to read what I write, check that out. Do you relate most heavily out of all the McDonald's characters to Uncle O'Grimacy? Absolutely. Okay. Read the article and you can get my, my thoughts on it. I was just curious because Gage accused me of being Birdie, the chicken, like, bird friend. Okay. And I'm pissed at him. And then he said I was the Hamburglar, which made me even more mad. Of the I'm... two, I'd say you have more bird-like qualities. Thank you. I'm Grimace. You know that Grimace is canonically a taste bud? Your tongue has fur. I don't want In McDonald that. land. No, I thought he was supposed He was supposed to be a villain and then he turned into a good guy cuz he's too scary for the children of the 80s. He's still a taste bud. No. Where can they find you, Anna? You can find me crying over Grimace on Instagram at anonymousprimate18 or on Twitter at autobotsrollout, capital over auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll and O and roll and O in out our zeros. We will be back next week wrapping up the Twilight Saga mm-hmm. until they surprise release a new movie the night before Midnight you record. Sun, right? Yeah. How would they do the movie from Edward's perspective? I don't know. Just, just film it again. <laughs> In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, get vaccinated, and don't give birth to a vampire. Bye-bye. Bye. Would I have made up something so stupid? Creative Land Podcast.